welcome back to Why Such a Fast Podcast. We have James with us again from Uptech. Hi, James. Hi, Christina. Thanks very much. I'm looking forward to this one. Oh, good. So today we're going to be talking about personal data in the workplace. So I want to particularly draw attention to storing the data or where it is stored. And there are several organizations in particular in the small business um, environment where they're using Dropbox as a collaborative tool. Makes me shiver, Christina, this does. This makes me shiver. I know. (laughs) So, you know, as I said, this is a particularly favorite tool in small businesses and charities and why not? You know, at first glance, it looks like a great tool. It satisfies the needs of the organization, it allows for, for multiple people to access the data, to so facilitate collaboration, not just within the organization, but also with other people external, like, like consultants, for example. So yeah, hey, great. However, there are a few things that you know, the organization should consider such as the fact that Dropbox has the ability to decrypt your files. So this means that everyone at Dropbox can actually have access to your data. And also the geographical location of the storage is in the USA, which means that the organization sending the, putting the data into Dropbox are actually undertaking a cross-border transfer. Now, there is some good news there in terms of the fact that we now have um, an agreement between the UK and the US called UK-US Data Bridge, which allows the data to be transferred to and from the the UK and the US. However, for for that rule to apply, for the UK-US Data Bridge um, to apply, Dropbox needs to be part of the approved businesses for that to, to be effective. So you need to check that out. When you are selecting a tool, you regardless whether it's Dropbox or a collaborative tool or anything like that, you should always look at the long-term solution. Now, yes, we have the UK-US data breach agreement in place. It's very likely to be a temporary solution like the privacy shields were. And so wherever possible, look for a UK-based solution or a very least a EU-based solution. Try and avoid the US as much as you possibly can. Um, and there are better collaboration tools available on the market. Um, and I would like to bring you here on, James, what are your thoughts on these, on Dropbox, but also potential other solutions? Thank you, Christina. Like I said, this this one always makes me shiver. Um so firstly, what other tools are available? Well, if you're in a business and you've got Microsoft 365 or Google Workspace, you've got collaborative space there anyway. So why not use it? You'll have OneDrive. If you've got business standard and more than one user, you've also got SharePoint. It's bigger than Dropbox. You then don't have to pay for it. So you're actually going to save money as well. And it's automatically going to be in the UK, in the EU, because Microsoft have those those data centers around. You can apply a backup without without having to pay extortionate fees for it, and it's external from the company. 
not held by the company as well. And you've got the ability to be even more collaborative through that, through all the other tools that are available, not having something separate. The other side of it is I still struggle to find anybody that's actually been breached more than Dropbox. Mm. The two most commonplace ones are Dropbox and LinkedIn. They get hacked at least twice a year. LinkedIn sits normally around 7 million users. Dropbox sits at around 68 million users that get breached every time because they don't securely keep that information. And that's the scariest part. Yes, you can turn on MFA, but the likelihood is you're already been breached. And why would you be paying extra for it? I would, you know, it, the first thing that I would do is if you're using Dropbox at the moment, talk to your IT, find out what other options are available for to you. One that are going to be essentially free of charge. And secondly, are going to give you far more functionality and more security. Yeah. Yeah, for me, this, the scariest bit about Dropbox is that the fact that they have the ability to decrypt the files, yeah. uh, which from a UK GDPR perspective, that it's illegal. But, you know, because the data is in the US, the US allows that, but not, you know, but the UK doesn't. So from a UK perspective, you know, that, that is illegal. So if you are a UK business using Dropbox, you're, you're breaking the law, basically. So now there are other other sorts of devices, let's call them that way, that are used in the you know in the workplace by members of staff. One of the quite popular one is USB keys, which I know it's it's practical in terms of you know let's just stick it on, let's just stick this presentation this I don't know spreadsheet onto the USB so that you can then easily put it into another dock into another workstation, but they are easily misplaced and lost. And what I would say that they should only be using uh, USB that are encrypted. James, is is there anything else you want to add? I think. Uh... Again, going back to the conversation we've just had with the amount of collaboration tools and the kind of things that you can now put into the cloud securely and share securely, why do you need to use a USB key anymore? Um, I, I quite often now during a review, we're, we, we're talking to the, to the business owners around why has, why has user A got a removable drive plugged into their, into their device? They've got plenty of hard drive space. What, what is the need for that? That can sometimes go back to old software, but then that's a that's a potential break, data breach in itself anyway. Yeah. Um, USB keys had their day. USB hard drives have had their day. We have now moved on. Um, it, it's... You know, the, if you are, if you have to use one because of the sensitivity of, of the information, yes, it needs to be encrypted. You can buy them that work on biometrics. You can that have to have twenty character plus keys that you put into to make sure that they work. The but the, as you said, they are now so small. They yes. are tiny. They can be left anywhere. Yeah. And 
just talk to our central government about how many times they've lost USB keys on a train <laughs> with sensitive data on. Yeah, that is why some of these rules were put into place was because they couldn't manage them. Um, my advice in regards to USB drives and USB keys and and external hard drives, don't use them. Don't use them. <laughs> but it is as simple as that. It's as simple as that. You know, no one, you know, people don't use DVDs or CD ROMs to to carry data anymore, and that is no different. It is just a smaller version of. Um, don't use them. You don't have no need to. Again, you know, if you're going to put them in, you put that information anywhere, SharePoint, OneDrive, Google Workspace, use those kind of things because it's going to be more secure. It's going to be backed up. Um, you're, you're going to be able to track it because there is no way of tracking a lost um, USB stick. So... Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would lose if you have any, I would get them securely wiped and put them in for recycling. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you. Um now we mustn't forget personal data uh, on paper that needs deserves to be mentioned because unfortunately not not all businesses are fully digitalized. They're still if not the entire business, but a part of the business might still work on paper. As an organization, you need to be mindful of, of such data and ensure the appropriate physical security measures are in place. Paper that are on printers, they need to be collected straight away. Paper that is on desk should not be left unattended. Provide lockable cabinets and drawers to your staff whether it's in the off, whether they're working from the office or whether they're working from home. But then also remind your staff not to leave the key of the desk or the cabinet on their desk in full display because then you feed the object and you would be oh, come on, surprised how many, how many times yeah. How many times you've walked into an office and seen the the the, the three stack of drawers next to their desk or underneath their desk with the key in it and no yeah. one sat at it. How many times? <laughs> so, yeah, so um, <laughs> do not leave the key on display. So um, hopefully what James and I have shared with you today has been uh, useful and has given you food for thought. Now, if you if you like to know more about GDPR and how it applies to your business, we can be reached at info at cvgsolutions.co.uk, alternatively on social media. If you just search for CVG Solutions, you can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram, or just visit our website, cvgsolutions.co.uk. If you would like to know more about IT support and IT security, please reach out to James Fowler at uptech.co.uk or you can also find James on LinkedIn. Thank you very much for listening and see you in the next episode. Thank you, James. Goodbye. Thanks, Christina. Goodbye.